Hey everybody, it's your GM Griff here with another exciting episode of the HLP. I just wanted to thank those of you that showed up to the Brewfest, especially you, Robin. Thanks for coming out. We had a blast. It was so much fun. We actually just got back from it, and man, do we love drinking those expensive craft beers. Also, it is the first episode airing in October, and you guys know that from previous years' experience, we kind of like to do October big because it is a spooky month and we are a spooky, scary podcast. So get ready for that kind of stuff, or should I say, prepare yourselves. With all that out of the way, I just kind of want to hop right into this episode because it's a good one. Here's episode 60. Panic in the streets of Leopardstown. Do you like liquor and things that go boo? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Episode 60, guys. We did it. 60 episodes, wow. Another- 230 racks. 230 racks. <laughs> well, we're, we're ready to line up for Denny's at the, for that uh, early dinner special. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you tried that joke before we started dinner recording discount. too. It wasn't great then. It didn't land then. <laughs> I feel like the yeah. second time was a charm. Second time around. All right, so- Let's figure out what everybody's drinking. Steve, what you drinking, buddy? I'm taking it easy today, Griff. I uh, We've had a long day ahead of us, and I had a very long night last night. Um, so I'm just drinking some Bon & Viv spiked seltzers. I got three of them ready to go because I feel like this episode is going to be wild. We are recording early in the day on a Saturday, so we got plenty of time. Yeah, I kind of hate the bright room ambiance. I prefer it to be night when, when we do these episodes. Yeah. Oh, well. Brooks, what you drinking, dude? I still don't have any laws because still drinking the claws a week later. Nice. Oh, what flavor. Oh, this one's mango. Best flavor. It, it's it been a while since I've really had mango and, and I missed it. So here I, I am it. reminiscing. I totally missed that mango flavor. Mm-hmm. Emily, what you drinking? I have white jester wine. White today. jester wine. Yeah, it's from Kentucky. You know, the best place to uh, produce wine. It's totally known for their vineyards. Wine country right there. Wine country, Kentucky. They they do have some really pretty vineyards there. White Jester, above or below $10 bottle? Definitely above. It was above. I got it from like an actual winery. (laughs) Well, U.S. dollars or Kentucky dollars? Mm. Because, you know, it's really devalued against the U.S. currency lately. Oh, I was unaware of that when we bought it. Yeah. Kentucky's a, a currency manipulator. So. <laughs> yeah. You didn't notice me just as soon as we crossed state borders, I had to like exchange all my currency. Yeah. KSDs are actually roughly equivalent to the peso. So you probably didn't pay overly much for that wine. That's actually. why I can't go to KFC. <laughs> I just don't have the money for it anymore. Literally. I actually think uh, 
you know, KFC is not in Kentucky anymore because of the currency gap. Strange. Hmm. What a marketing ploy that <laughs> what, what was. a strange marketing <laughs> play. I myself am drinking a Bonham Viv. This one is a lemon-lime flavor. And our drink of the week. Haley, what you got over there? I have a Serendipity, which was a suggestion from Robin or Deoxyurea on our Discord. So it is wine, specifically Riesling, mead, and a cider. Okay. That yeah. actually doesn't sound bad. How is it? It's, it's good. They were actually uh, very kind to me considering... Uh, I might be not playing this whole game. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> this whole sesh is up in the air for uh, you. Yeah, so it's, at least I have something good that I can kick back and uh, drink. Well, speaking of you not playing for the rest of the episode, we did end the last episode on me having you make a roll. And that roll is because at this point in the night... With the crowd descending on the courthouse, Eclipse and everyone around her have become fatigued at this point. Add that to your sheets, guys. It's bad. (laughs) And because Eclipse is fatigued and because the sun has not risen on a new day, she is currently at five points of influence which means she must make a will save to resist the lopper taking over. Yeah, so this is a DC 17. I'm going to use my uh, classic Eclipse dice because I don't know what else uh, is more fitting for this. My one concern is I've rolled it once today, this morning, on accident, and I rolled a one. So let's see how this goes. Don't worry, it's impossible to roll a one. Anyone want to throw a hero card on this before she rolls? Do we have any? We only oh, have I, one. I got one last session. Steve has spent almost all of his hero cards on you. That's he true. should not give it to me then. Yeah. I, I will feel bad. It's not that I don't want to do it. I'm just interested to see what will happen. Oh, oh okay, cool, cool. Famous last words. <laughs> all right, make that roll. Oh, nat 20. Nat 20. There we go. So the influence level goes back down to four. Four, yep. The next time you take a point of influence before the sun rises, which will definitely happen, you will have to roll at a DC 19. And with that, Eclipse appears to the rest of you to be um, acting a little erratically for a moment, but she seems to pull herself together. You are in the prison with Sajira and Seymour and Caleb who came based off of Ickmer's ask for help. And guess what? I have all of them statted out, folks. Ready to go. Ready to help. You also have 11 guards in the building with you. Barrister Koppel is in the building, but he is upstairs. And the beast is in the basement in a cell likely aware of the situation that's happening outside at this point you can really hear it's almost as if the the walls of the courthouse are shaking 
because there's so many people outside and they're making such a ruckus and they're yelling and you can just hear the chant over and over, burn the beast. And now I need everybody to roll initiative. Ooh. Hmm. You know, I'm very curious about this this whole combat initiative order. I'm I have no idea what's actually going to happen. Yeah, I'm just going to roll 60 initiatives here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, we, we, do you need us to, to get ready well, on the map here, Griff? I do. I would like you to put yourselves in order. You have the door barricaded. You we left off with you inside the courthouse. Now you can. You can certainly leave the courthouse if you'd like to deal with the mob yourself outside. You can see that the uh, this mob is... Well, make a perception check. You can tell that they're roughly uh, in the center of the square, so they're about 100 feet away from the courthouse itself. 19 on perception. 11. 16. 13. With a 19... You're able to tell that there's at least the armed ones and the ones with torches and um, kind of improvised weapons. You think there's roughly 70 of them? Okay. Not great odds. Uh, Within 19 as well, you can tell that several of them appear better armored and armed than the rest. They appear like they're almost directing the mob, there are six of them. And are they, like, in front of the mob, or are they interspersed through these these several folks? They are in front of the mob currently, but again, the mob is roughly 100 feet off, so if you could actually kind of scoot everything off the map a little bit, and then we'll play this out. Boy, so you got all these people in front of you, and what everybody roll for initiative? A solid two here. I didn't even have to change that. It was a it was a two the last time you rolled initiative <laughs> on my tracker. Fourteen for Lyra. Uh, your boy Matumbe is up to the seventeen. Uh, your boy Ikmer is up to eight. Oh, actually, I don't know if this matters, but I'm I'm actually a four. Luckily, you're still at the bottom. <laughs> Good nice. thing you didn't roll that for your uh, for your will save. Good number. I know, right? <laughs> Good number. Good number. Good number. Oh boy, we got some some beefy initiatives here. Hey Griff, do you want us to get some uh, some tokens out for our friends from the Crooked Kin? Yes, please. All right. I'm gonna need three. I'm gonna need a Sajira, a Seymour, and a Caleb. Captain Caleb. Perfect. Thank you very much. Okay. First in the order is Matumbe. You notice that the mob has not yet advanced on the prison. It looks like they're gearing up to do something, though. All right, Griff. So this is a... this We're in initiative order. Combat hasn't started, if it even will. Um, this is seeming a little bit like an, an, an odd situation here. I'm thinking... There may be like some mechanics to bar doors more, or do I do I have options? Um, or is it just you're letting me at it? I'm letting you at it. I mean the the doors are barred. You could attempt to shout out to the mob 
as they're kind of forming, that would be either an intimidate or a diplomacy check with different DCs based on the diff- the relative difficulty of doing one or the other. Sure. Uh, I'm actually going to roll the uh, the trio's initiative here. Wow, that's amazing. 13, 12, 13 on the die. So they're just going to act in order right behind Matumbe. Okay. So uh, Matumbe is going to shout out to the crowd because that's probably my best bet right now. He's going to shout, Fools! The third day of the trial tomorrow is tomorrow. If the beast is guilty, he will be put down. This is no way to exact justice on this man. We have the entirety of the town guard here. We have strong men and women ready to defend the beast and this town's sense of honor and justice. Um, that's going to be an intimidate check. Okay, go ahead and roll. Sweet. Fucking crushed it. All right, that's a 15 off the die. Uh, that's going up to a 29. Okay, roll me a d4. Okay. Two. You see as you look out the window... Um, you're you're kind of yelling at this crowd. Two of their number seem to peel off and leave after they hear you say this. Two people of the 60. Yes, sir. 58 to go. Uh, it is Seymour's turn. He's going to follow suit. I don't want you hurting my friends. Look at my axe. Do any of you want to feel it in your guts? And then he's going to roll his Intimidate. He succeeds as well. Got that beefy uh, strength to Intimidate on Seymour. Neat. And another person peels off. That person did not want to see more Wiener. He did not want to see more Wiener. Um, Sajira is going to cast um, Guidance on Lyra, hoping that Lyra will um, be able to say something inspiring. I think she's she's taking a beat from hearing about your performance at the trial and talking with you before. She knows you're likely the most charismatic person here. So she awesome. casts Guidance on you. It is now... Um, as you see out there, you see the um, the six more heavily armored folks start commanding a group, and you see that they pick up what looks like a large battering ram. Shit. And they are 100 feet away, so you see this ram with six people on either side start towards the doors. Right now, they have double moved and they're carrying something. You know, they're, they're all helping each other. I'm going to say that they can make it 40 feet out. So they are still 60 feet away. The rest of the mob seems to work itself into a froth. You can see more torches begin to get lit. And now it's Lyra's turn. Lyra takes a deep breath. And as loud as possible, she shouts out to the crowd, Citizens of Lepidstadt, we understand you want your town safe and closure for the injustices you have faced. Help us do that. We are getting to the truth of the attacks, making it safe for you to sleep at night. 
Don't let the prosecution pull the kelp over your eyes. Help us make Lepidstat safe. Help us protect the innocent. Help us make Lepidstat great again. Oh, God damn it. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Go home. Spend time with your families. We'll settle this trial tomorrow. I knew there was a reason Emily was wearing a red hat. She was just wearing it backwards, <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't realize what it said on the front, but... Yeah, that's a stance. Go ahead and make that the bonus <laughs> roll. I'm not making it political, but he knows how to get a strong base going. Oh my. Oh my god. 29. 29. Roll me a d4. Also a 2. Okay, you can tell not the ones that are using the battering ram don't appear to be swayed at all by that, but you can see some people peel off the the group as a whole. And now it's Ikmer's turn. Alright, he is going to poke his head out the window if there is one and shout to the crowd. What you are doing here is very unlawful and we have the town guard on our side. If you wish to face us, we will have no choice but to defend what is right to the city and, you know, we don't want to hurt you guys. All right. As an intimidate. So you can roll that intimidate. The ringleaders had readied an action, though. Okay. For anybody that they see inside the building. So since you poke your head out the window. Damn. They're like, oh, my God, it's the beast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just Ikmer looking ugly. All right. Uh, does 14 pass? 14 total intimidate? Yeah. Uh, the crowd, you can see some of the people in the front start to like kind of snicker. I rolled very poorly. Um, very poorly. What also is going to happen is that each ringleader is shooting a crossbow bolt at you. You do have cover because you're in a window and less than 50% of you is visible. So take that into account on your AC. It's going to be a plus four. Fantastic. All right. So one is a natural 20. That will hit regardless. Um, another, like the next highest is a 21, so it won't hit. That is correct. Okay, so I'm going to roll to confirm. Oh. I think I need another 20 to confirm. Also, I do need to know, uh, so anything below that 21? Um, actually, I, I take that back. Uh, the, only for melee uh, attacks. Okay. Never mind. So I'm gonna I'm gonna roll to confirm here. Uh, natural one on the confirm, so it does not confirm. And you're going to take fuck me one point of damage. Hey, that's okay. Don't don't get yourself <laughs> he tried. down. He yeah. really tried. Yep, that's it. Because crossbows don't get any uh, <sighs> real attack bonus if they're not um, magical. So. With that, it's Eclipse's turn. Um, I'll, I'll, Eclipse is going to follow suit, I guess, and try and talk to them. Okay. So she will say, I'm very, very tired. I'd really like if you guys would all just go away and wait until the morning. Just go away, put down the ram, and go away. And then I'll make a diplomacy check. Okay. 
24. Roll me a d4. One. Alrighty. I'm surprised more of them didn't run away when you led with, I'm tired. (laughs) At this point, Matumbe, what are you doing? You think you've, you've intimidated the crowd about as much as you're going to be able to do. So if, if Mitsume doesn't feel that he can intimidate the crowd further, um, I'm kind of getting vibes right here. You know, we're all clustered up behind this door with a mob approaching. I'm kind of getting vibes here. Like um, when I used to go paintballing and there was a, they had one course that was like cowboys and Indians. So the cowboys had a fort and you yeah. just had to stay put with the, with the Indians closing in on, in on you. Um, and that's, it, it's a, it's a creepy feeling, right? There's no retreat. There's nowhere to go. Yeah. It's, it's like, uh, it's like the Alamo. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he'll, for flavor's sake, he'll just shout to the crowd. If it's a war you came to see, you will not see a waved white flag from us. Um, and what he's going to do is cast one of his remaining two spells. <laughs> oh boy. Shield of faith. Uh, so it, purple light spews from his book and uh, crashes over his body and boosts his AC up a couple notches. Awesome. All right. Seymour turns to the rest of the group. I think he's he's at the doors and or he's he's by the doors. He's in the front line with the frontliners kind of waiting behind this door. They have a battering ram. Do we want to just wait here until they break in? Or should I go out there and deal with this? And he would delay until somebody, you know, gives him further instruction. So Sajira is up. She looks through the window and you can see her. She has these tattoos on her arms and you see them begin to glow this kind of bright green and she casts something out the window and all of a sudden the back portion of the crowd is obscured in this mist I hope that will help us and maybe um, maybe it might make their tactics a bit harder to pull off so there's obscuring mist now out in the crowd uh, and it's covering a lot of the back of the crowd. You can still see the front probably five people before before the mist kind of envelops them. And you can still see the ringleaders and you still see the 12 carrying the battering ram. As, as a free action, can Matube talk for a second? I guess he's going to direct Seymour. He's going to say, Seymour, if we go out and engage them directly, we may be overrun too quickly by the crowd. They may be emboldened and come to protect. We hold the line here. And Seymour would then, um, total defense. He would begin to rage as he braces up against the door. Um, he becomes engorged. Yeah. <laughs> you see Wiener get veiny and he starts to, like, all the blood vessels are, are popping. Dear God. <laughs> uh, it's Caleb's turn. I think he would... Um, he would support with the door. He He's actually going to make a um, disabled device check. So he walks up to the door. If you could move him towards the door, 
um, just to be... Oh, actually, he's adjacent to it, so he's going to make a disabled device to attempt to strengthen the um, the barricading that you've already done. And he does so with a 25. Um, so he just adds... He makes it a little bit stronger. The uh, He maybe, like, adds uh, some bracing to the... Um, to the wooden plank that's sitting across the door. It's now the mob's turn. They can see Sajira. So the directors are are going to say, make sure you get in the front of that door. We'll send some around the side. And uh, another Ugh. group breaks off. Son of a bitch. And begins circling the uh, so they move the full extent of their move, which would be uh, sixty feet for a double move, and they're coming around. So if you could move just one of these large circles and start, yeah, yeah, perfect. So it starts the the mob splits off and starts surrounding the prison. At this point, the mob bosses saw Sajira at the window, so they're all gonna shoot at her. I don't understand how how is she she had to she had to look out the window to cast to cast her obscuring mist she needed line of sight so they're going to attack at her from that too many dice too many dice and she has cover so the one natural 20 will hit the rest will miss the next highest is a 18, which doesn't hit her AC even without the cover. A 19 on the die will confirm the critical. So, Sajira is going to take 9 points of damage. And that is their turn. It is now Lyra's turn. Where are the guards right now? The guards are kind of posted up at other sides of the building. So there are other entrances here besides the main one. And they're posted up, basically keeping a watch around. So hang on a minute. I have a question. If she, So she was successful in casting Obscuring Mist? Yes. Then doesn't that hit get a 50% chance? You cast it on them. On them. And the ringleaders are in front of the mist. Oh. So the ringleaders are in front of the group. I basically said you could see the first couple of people in the group, and then the rest are obscured back in the back of the crowd. Okay. So there are likely guards around the side of the building where the mob is going to? Yep. You could order them around uh, because of Matumbe's check last episode. Nobody needs to make an intimidate check to order the guards around. They'll listen to you. Perfect. What kind of an action is that? Free action to talk. Perfect. Just don't be ridiculous oh, with it. Yeah, it's yeah. six seconds. You guys tend to do that. <laughs> uh, Lyra is right by the door, and since she's already done her diplomacy, she moves to the back of the room. As she moves, she tells the guards, They're going around the side. Make sure to fortify that area. And then she will... She casts Create Water on the whole porch stairway, and 12 gallons of water pours down, <laughs> saying, 
It's time to rain on their parade. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you are something else. Okay. So hopefully it's a little more slippery for them. Perfect. Ikmer, you're up. Okay, Wiener. It's time for you and me to uh, barricade this door so that 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 battering ram doesn't get anywhere. And so then he is going to uh, just fortify, like uh, stand behind the door and uh, put his weight up against it, bracing for uh, the battering ram with uh, Seymour by his side. Okay. So what I'm going to do with you and Seymour is I'm going to say you're both basically... I don't know if there's technically... It's Pathfinder, let's be real. There probably are actually rules about bracing behind a door. Oh, okay. But, <laughs> but for, for simplicity's sake, I'm going to say that you're each basically using an aid another action in terms of aiding this door. So um, I'm going to say that you each grant it a little bit of extra AC, maybe a little bit extra hardness because you're standing behind it. Um Fantastic. I'm glad you said uh, aid another because I will take uh, all of the damage of the door <laughs> when. The door has hardness. So does Ikmer's skull. <laughs> no, right. I, I'm, I'm kidding about that. That'd be pretty ridiculous. <laughs> I'm pretty positive. Don't that worry, one. door. I got this. <laughs> You're a good door. In harm's way. <laughs> Eclipse, you're up. How, uh, so I'm looking at the map here. Yep. And there is not a clear way to get to the two side doors. Where do they go? I can see there's two doors on the side here, and they go into a small room that has two stairwells. Yep, those go upstairs. You'd they have go, to go upstairs. upstairs and over, yes. Okay. And some of the guards are going to the side. Yes. I might go with them. Okay, so I'll say you'll basically come down the stairs on your next turn and be in that room. Because you can get up the stairs right there, and move that's, across. So and get, then, to get up the stairs, it's 30 feet. And then moving across is another 30? Yep. Okay, so then I'll be on th- the top of a stairwell... Come, about to come down. And you can see like some of the other guards are like on their way down that staircase as well. Okay, perfect. Matumbe. Uh, um, you can tell this battering ram is about to make contact with the door. How many of the guards are going to the other other stairwell? Is it is it all of them? Is it most? It's not of them? all of them. It's like three with Eclipse. Okay, that's not great odds considering all our PCs are here. Um, he's going to uh, deliver some inspiring words to Seymour Wiener and Ikmer and follow Eclipse. Okay. So he can do the same. He's basically as close as Eclipse was to the door, so I'll say you can basically be right behind her. Yeah. As, as he as he parts ways, he, he implores them to hold the line. Eclipse and I will watch these side doors. Okay. Um, just a general knowledge that you would know, um, kind of as you guys were boarding up and preparing for this, is that these main doors are barred and much stronger than these side doors. 
So as you're heading over to the side doors, you know, like, these doors are basically just locked doors. Yeah. There's only one battering ram, though, right? There's only one battering ram right now, but there's a group of townsfolk heading towards these doors. And we don't know if they have another battering ram? You don't know. Ah, okay. You basically, they're, they're almost out of your line of sight at this point. Okay. Seymour will continue to brace. Sajira looks out the window at one of the ringleaders, and she casts a spell. The ringleader will need to make a will save... Oh shit. I think I forgot to tell them we're all trying to do non-lethal stuff. Oh, well. <laughs> he fails. Um, anybody that's in the room with her that knows magic can make a spellcraft. Ah, yes. Ikmer? Not. Yeah, you guys can go do non-lethal. Eclipse and Matumbe are probably about to start killing people. Seven? Seven, you're not sure, but what comes out of her hand almost looks like ethereal ropes, and they wrap around the ringleader, making his arms and legs snug, and almost like um, in the first Harry Potter movie, when they Petrificus Totalis Neville, and he falls to the Mm. ground, uh, she has used a hold person. Oh, shit. Uh, Emily, do you still have Shadow Trap? I do, but I am all out of spells for today. Oh, it's also the middle of the night. But if there's enough Everything's light, a shadow. if there's yeah, enough there's, light to is cast there, a shadow, is there a moon? Is there a torches, moon, Mr. Werewolf Boy? Most of them torches. are carrying torches, so they would have a shadow. I'm just imagining nice. her pinning the shadow of somebody on the battering ram, and as they're running, it fucking tips over because somebody falls or whatever. It gets pushed, pulled pin, away. Pin the shadow of the door so that it stays in place. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you can still move like five feet. But yeah, it would be nice. It would be nice to have that right now. Caleb would get over to a window to be useful. Um, and he would throw two daggers at two townsfolk who are um, basically holding the battering ram. He's hoping that if he can... If he can injure one of them, it'll put them off balance and maybe save you guys some time. Both of those will hit the two front men. And they're going to do... Fucking daggers. Garbage damage. (laughs) They each do two points of damage. Oh, wait, he's a... Level 5 Unchained Rogue. I think that applies to his range. They do um, 7 points of damage each. The two, um, it it basically hits both of them in like their thigh, or it hits one in the thigh and the other one in the arm he's using to carry it. They drop the battering ram, but the other 10 townsfolk are able to keep it up. Those two townsfolk that have been damaged that much run off. Nice. And with that, it is the mob's turn that group is going to move to that door and attempt to break it down this is the the side door yep yep that's a good enough strength check uh door blows open you see a mob of people outside the next group is right up on the door now, and they use the battering ram. So if you could just place another mob in front of the door, the main door, perfect. 
and they're going to attack with the battering ram at the door. Natural 20. Um, Fucking fuck. Brooks. I guess you can crit a door. <laughs> In harm's know. way. It's it's too fun not to, so I'm gonna... <laughs> Jackass. Uh, yeah, oh, can, no, I confirm. definitely said I was kidding. I'm not know, taking fucking damage from a door. Gosh. Oh, straight garbage. Um, so that's gonna be not enough to break down the door. You can tell the door. You hear it splinter and crack, though. Uh, All right. With that big hit. You guys have provided it enough extra hardness that that, even though it was a big hit and did 24 points of damage, with the extra hardness, it didn't actually do that much damage to the structure of the door. The mob bosses are going to move in now. So they kind of, they move onto the map at this point. So they were off the map. Didn't we really didn't have a clear understanding? Uh, well, they, they were back with the rest of the mob. So like exactly. eighty feet away, hundred. I might have said a hundred, hundred feet away, um, and they could still fire their crossbows at that range. But now they've started to move in, uh, except for one who is held, and now it's Lyra's turn. We found a few thunderstones when we were uh, at Forkstags and. Work stag and grind. Mm-hmm. Can Lyra throw one of those out the window at the people with the battering? She hit? certainly can. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good call. Yeah. Great call. Emily keeps the equipment sheet, so <laughs> she's the only one that remembers. All right. So they say it just has to strike. So it's a, a only an AC of five. So she hits. Yeah. If she wanted to actually hit one of them, it's only an AC of 10. So. Uh, no, she would just. Uh, try to position it so it so it's a 10 foot radius and she'd want to get the people with the battery ram sure they need to make a fortitude save oh you guys are gonna make me roll a lot of dice you know you could just say that they fail that'd be fine with us all right so i'm gonna say that gets all of them roughly because they're kind of scrunched up using the battering ram so here are the first six Okay. Anything above or a 15. It's a DC 15. Okay, so three of them succeed. The other three fail. Let me do the last four. One of those succeeds. So four succeed, six fail. All of those that failed are now deafened for an hour. Ooh, shit. Okay. Um... And with that, Lyra is also going to uh, move up to go around and join Eclipse and Matumbe. Okay. Uh, what you see happen after you throw this Thunderstone, those that deafen are deafened immediately clasp at their ears, dropping the battering ram. It will take the ten of them a coordinated effort to pick it back up next turn, and they won't be able to ram. Sweet. It's Ikmer's turn. Hmm. Ikmer, you may attempt another Intimidate since you failed. Oh, uh... Well, nothing really prepares me like a beer does, so... <laughs> Stop bracing the door. Let's <laughs> close the door. the six-pack, starts drinking. <laughs> you guys asked for it now. We're not gonna go easy on you guys anymore. You can walk away with... Well, you can walk away now. And, uh, yeah, that's the Intimidate. 
You're as bad as my mom. <laughs> 20 total. 20 total. Make a roll a d4, please. I hate rolling d4s. They're always ones. One person is like, I am like his mom. I need to go home and <laughs> rethink my life choices. Yeah, you actually, because you're directing this at the ones that are using the battering ram, one of them actually runs off. One nice. of the ones that isn't deaf, so could hear your, <laughs> could hear your intimidate. Eclipse, you're up. The door is bust open. You're at the top of the stairs. You hear the door break. Well, I guess I'm chopping heads. I don't know what else, like... That I would do. So I'm going to go ahead and cast a, a spell on myself first. I'm going to cast a Grasping Vine, which is one of my brand new spells. Oh, okay. Nice. And a vine arm shoots out of my chest. And then I'm going to walk uh, walk down. So you walk and down the stairs and you're in front of the door. Yep. Just, we're chopping heads. <laughs> Chopping lots of heads. Fun. Okay. Matumbe, you're up. Okay. Uh, this door, unlike the door at the front of the building, which is 10 feet across, this one's only, it takes up a five foot square. So yep. it's not realistic that the two of us could both be standing in front of that door mechanically. Um, so what Matumbe will do is he's going to finish coming down the stairs, walk up right behind Eclipse, and then uh, use the aid another action to boost up her to hit by two. Strike true, my vengeful weighing friend. Um, and I'm what? What is that? A, just like an attack roll to to hit the 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 ten DC? Yeah, just roll a die. Ten All right. Or better. Yep, did it. Cool. All right. Seymour continues to brace with Ikmer. Sajira, she's going to cast another spell at one of the ringleaders. She has love love oracles, by the way. They're really fun to play. I really wish I had some of Lyra's spells right now. That's a big old fail, too. These guys don't have shit for saves. Um, another one of the ringleaders drops down, and you can tell that, or maybe Sajira says... All right, that's the last time I can use that trick today. Caleb throws a couple more daggers. The folks in front of the door. Natural 20 on one. Confirms. Um, so that's going to be... Normally, this would outright kill the peasant. But Caleb has taken a special feat, or a, a rogue talent... That when he would kill somebody with this, you know, by by kind of like over damaging them, it's called um, it's called precise stabs, and you can actually leave them at negative one and stable. So that's what he does. So the so he throws a dagger out the window. It just buries itself in somebody's neck, and the person just crumbles. Yeah, like it, yeah. Like, it buries nice. itself in their neck, but it like just misses the artery. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Nice. So, uh, one of them is gone. One of the battering ram folks. That leaves us with two. Well, the, the deafened ones are still there. But, yeah, 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 yeah. They're just deaf. Ones that can... But there's only eight, so it's going to yeah. be much, much more difficult for them to pick this up and continue. Idiots. It's now the mob's turn. Eclipse, these, um, 
These peasants are going to attempt to bull rush you into the room. And with the strength of an entire mob behind them, it's going to be more difficult than one peasant pushing you. Where are these guards at? They're in the room, but you're taking gotcha. the you're okay. taking the yep. front door. That's fine. Um, so that's going to be a um, twenty five against your CMD, but none of them are trained in bull rush, so you can take an attack of opportunity. I will do so. Would you like to deal lethal or non-lethal damage? Man, that's a difficult question. Probably lethal, realistically, but also I know I'm not supposed to, and the guard is right there. Like, we we probably had a talk, like, we're not trying to kill citizens, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah, then... uh, The guard is right there. It was the whole talk where... um, where Ed was like, we basically want to cause as little harm as possible. You are pushed back to be diagonally back next to Matumbe. Okay, so Eclipse would look around at the guards and say, if they keep pushing me, I don't know how much nicer I am going to be. And then she will do non-lethal this time. Okay. How do I uh, do non-lethal, though? It's just a minus four to your attack roll. But you have your Matumbe plus two. So it's just a minus two. Yeah, net minus two. Um, I miss, I think. What's the total? Six. Yep, you miss. Somehow you miss a peasant. It's... Well, that was the mob's turn, so that was your attack of opportunity. Uh, the others are going to fire their crossbow. Well... Nobody's really... Everyone's behind the door in this first room, so I think they're actually going to move... They're going to move themselves towards the group that has broken through a door. So the three to the the west are going to join up with the mob there and fire pot shots into the... um, in through the door. So you're still going to get cover here. You're in combat, Matumbe, technically, um, but three shots are coming at you. Okay. Yeah, 17 won't hit you, even without the cover, so none of those hit. It's now Lyra's turn. Lyra enters the room with Eclipse and Matumbe, and she'll be kind of in the back, but wants to have line of sight through the door. And she's going to lob another Thunderstone into the crowd. Nice. They're in combat, so you get a minus four, but I guess you're just aiming for a square anyway, right? Yeah, she just wants to hit the ground. Uh, Yeah, so it hits. Okay. As she's throwing that, she says, You're in deep water now. Swim away while you still can. Fucking love, Lyra. (laughs) I got one save, I think. Yep, one save on those six, and then there's another six. I'm glad I have so many sets of dice. (laughs) No saves on that. Because it was 15, right? Yes, that's correct. So they are all deaf now. So the mob is deafened, and that basically means that the ringleaders aren't going to be able to tell them what to do. Except for that one guy. (laughs) Ikmer, you're up. Uh, He is... Well... I, I guess can he do some sort of 
I, I want to say like perception to what the mob is going to do ne- like perceive what the the mob will do next yep, make a perception other check. than like pick up the bat- battering ram obviously but yep no I know what you're talking about yeah 15 you hear some rumblings outside the door uh, maybe maybe you hear it kind of just being talked about a lot in the in the bigger portion of the mob they're talking about burning it down oh dear okay we need more water <laughs> <laughs> uh, he will well he, he knows exactly how hard it would be to especially yell through the walls of this building and uh, relay it to the whole party but uh, he would relay that they like to watch out for torches and other uh, flammable areas because they are trying to uh, to burn it down burn down the ci- uh, yeah the city hall with us inside and then continue bracing the door so I'm gonna say everybody in your room gets that message okay so that's your circus troop yep it's just it's just Igmer and the three people from the crick again Igmer and the pussy cats <laughs> Hey, they're strong. Eclipse, your turn. They are strong. They're all level five. <laughs> all right. Eclipse will take a five foot step back and the vine hand will reach out and touch Matumbe's books and, and weapons. Oh. And they all grow to double their size. Oh, shit. Tell it's me a big ass <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh,. This is the way that I read it. Uh, At least it lasts for a minute per level, so or until I dispel it. Okay. So all of your weapons are double their size, but like as far as damage dealing. Okay. So it's like, is it lead blades? It is lead blades. Um, Nice. It's just I like the the damage is because they're heavier now. Okay. And so (laughs) you still use it like normal though. (laughs) There's no there's no minuses to your two hit. It's just a flat times two of what I no, do. It's, or it's it increases like, your damage die by one size. So so my axe is a D8. Yep. If I had lead blades on me, I'd be 2D6. Hey, so I also have a D8. Okay, so, so you perfect. have 2D6. And it's, it's actually every melee weapon you carry. Oh, okay. Sweet. Nice. That's fucking cool. Very clever. Very useful. Alright, Matumbe, speak of the devil and he shall appear with his lead book now. This massive tome. <laughs> um, so what Matume is going to actually do for the first time in books and uh, honestly probably all of book two is he's going to turn off power attack because he's not trying to flat out kill people, right? Yep. Uh, but he and he's so he's going to uh, still be striking striking with non-lethal. Okay. So he's going to basically the mob crashes in, pushes uh, Eclipse back, she takes a swing at him powers up his book his book gets enormous textbook size um <laughs> and yeah he's encyclopedia britannica these guys and he's got a 17 to hit oh that definitely hits right. non-lethal sure. yeah non- non-lethal um does my static modifier increase too at all uh no everything's yeah, the same the it's dice. just the damage yeah. dice okay cool so push her back. The book gets huge and Shaquille O'Neal just fucking crushes a villager <laughs> 
Yeah, I was I was picturing it's such a good picture of the mob coming in and you just like pushing them away <laughs> with your book. Smash them with the book for eleven points of non-lethal damage. Crumples to the ground. You can tell he's alive, but probably has a concussion. Uh, good. So the the villager in front collapses. Seymour continues to brace with Hickmer, helping that door. Sajira is, um... I don't think anybody's taken any damage or anything. So yeah. she's just gonna... Have you taken damage? One point. Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's got um, a cut on his earlobe. Sajira's gonna cast Guidance on Caleb for his thrown dagger. Caleb's gonna throw a dagger at one of the villagers. Definitely hits him. Uh, let's see. So that villager uh, gets hit in the ribs with a dagger and runs away. Also, Sajira has uh, taken damage as well. Sajira did take damage. She probably should have healed herself, but she's just so generous like that. Oh, thank you. All right. So the the mob bosses ignite their bolts. Maybe the the ones near the near the crowd grab a nearby villager's torch and light it. And they these three fire into the building, attempting to just hit a you know, hit a flammable object. So they're all gonna roll at a wooden object in the room, and all of them succeed at hitting an object. So I'm going to roll percentiles. I'm going to give this a 30% chance of igniting. So if I roll a 70 or higher, then something's going to catch fire. You guys remember when the when the town hall in Ravengrow caught fire? This is going to act a lot like that. So the first one, 76, uh, fire erupts on the back door, the square in front of that back door. 93, fire in between Matumbe and uh, Lyra. And a one on the percentile, so uh, that does not do anything. There's fire in the room now, and the mob moves into the room and attempts to light the square in front of Matumbe, trapping you in this room full of fire. They succeeded hitting a square like that. Um, and we're going to... I'm going to give a torch a 50-50 because they're cat, it's, it's less haphazard, but it is difficult in six seconds to get something made of wood to light, right? It's, it's like trying to light a log without any starter. So 50 or higher, or 51 or higher, rather, I will ignite that square. That's a 29, so it does not ignite. Sweet. The other group picks up their battering ram, and a third group forms with ladders. Where the, where the, where are they uh, forming at, Griff? They're forming behind uh, this group with the battering rams. They're eventually, because they've, they've had to move all this way, they're eventually going to move to the eastern side and start trying to scale the side of the building to get catch the roof. Motherfuck. <laughs> yeah, you're in for it now. 
Lyra, you're up. Lyra is a lot higher level now than she was uh, when we were fighting the other burning building. So she can create eight gallons of water. Sure. Can she spread that out to make it fall all over the room? It's not like a cone or anything. I can create water at range. I just... I'll say you can either fully extinguish one or roll a 50-50 to do both. So if you pick both, roll the percentile on each one. 51 or higher, it'll extinguish it. All right. The uh, green are going to be the one behind her, but I'll I'll do that. Uh, 90 and a 60. Okay, so both are extinguished. It's now Ikmer's turn. Unless you wanted to move, Lyra. No, she's in a good spot. She'll stay where she is. All right, Ick. You can hear the scuffling outside, and you hear this large object be picked back up. All right. He will say... uh, Well, with the cracks in the door, I'm sure he gets a very slight glimpse into the mob behind the battering ram mob. Did you... uh, Target the 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 ladders, and, and uh, make sure that they they don't support anyone getting on the roof. Okay, Ikmar, I can try. And then, uh, a, uh, I guess brace the door. Okay. Eclipse. All right, I have one more level two spell that I can use today. I know, so they're currently carrying torches. Yep. I guess, is it going to be... Fire's always lethal damage, right? Yep. All right, well, like, right outside the door, I'm going to just put a f- the flaming sphere out there. And... Wow. What, does that... Is that going to murder everyone? Hand off the pawn. Hey, no, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it will. Just, I mean, unless they succeed their reflex save. Yeah, fire's always lethal. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I just, in my head, it feels like a great way to get people clear the, the doorway. Out of here. Yeah, yeah. Great it, way to kill no. 20 villagers. No, you're blowing it up. It does feel like a good way, though, to like start clearing things out because I can move it on my turn, but at the same time, I don't want to be. Killing a bunch of the villagers. You're like treating the villagers like they're a pesky weed or something. <laughs> You're just like, um, you know, I'm just going to spray some Roundup on this giant group. It's it's like those videos you see every uh, every winter that people post on social media of like, man clears his like driveway with flamethrower of like yeah. the snow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Okay, so also currently there's no villagers inside, right? Right. Except an unconscious one. Yeah, there's an unconscious one on the ground. And is the door broken? Yeah, it's broken off its hinges. Throw the door at him and then light the door on fire. Got it. Do you have, like, an ice storm or anything you could do? Still no. Still going to be lethal. Well, it would put out some of their fires, so. Oh, there you go. I, I, can, o- I can only fight fire with fire, currently. Ah. That's my problem. Um, can you fight fire with barbed chains? No. <laughs> No. Well, if anything, target those stupid leaders. If I put the flaming sphere back there, though, then they're going to want to rush towards us. 
Well, and, and that'll give me an opportunity to start hitting them, too. Because there's a mob between us and them. Yeah. So, it's... I don't think it's a but, terrible tactical decision. No, what I'm saying, if I put the Flaming Sphere, but, like, on one of them... Mm-hmm. The villagers are going to want to run this way towards mm. us, mm. not away. Well, mm, they're faced the uh, wrong way. They're not really going to see a sphere behind them. There is a five foot square in between the building and the mob. Yeah, that starts the building on fire, Emily. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't have to touch the building. Okay, what's the building made out of? A lot of it is stone. That's why I was doing a pretty low percentile chance that they would actually hit something that was wood to start a fire in the first place. Yeah, I'm going to put it in the one spot that is between the building and the mob, right in front of the like three leaders on this side, and I'm going to just also yell out get away, or it's coming at you. And that's that's it. Okay. Matumbe, you're up. Matumbe takes a five-foot step up into the square that they were trying to light the floorboards on fire with. Basically, he's standing over an unconscious man, and he's just going to take a swipe with this giant book into um, this crowd. I don't know if he's hitting someone who's deafened or somebody who's just standing there, but whatever... They're almost un- all deafened. Unfortunate soul is standing in front of the door is getting... Uh, some sweet blessings of Phrasma of the bludgeoning kind. Uh, probably not actually with that four on the die though. So that comes out to a 13. Yep, that hits. Oh, okay. They're villagers. Pleasant. Um, it's still going to hurt. No, they're peasants. All right, fairly low on that damage dice too. Uh, that would be, uh, let's see here, eight points of non lethal. Doesn't knock him unconscious. He runs away like a bat out of hell though. I imagine you like broke his nose really bad. Yeah, and he just has the the spiral just like <laughs> bruised into his he got, face. He got spiral stamped. Oh god. <laughs> yeah. Well, awesome. If I didn't follow for Esmo before, <laughs> it's going to take a while for that to come out. All right, Seymour continues to brace the door. Well, actually, I think he would turn to Ikmer. Do you, do you need me to Continue to help here, or do you want me to try and deal with the ladders as well? Keeping them outside of the courthouse is the most important thing right now. Okay. And he just kind of, like, plants his shoulder into the door. Thank you. Sajira, listening to Ikmer, um, she sees the ladders. Let me see what kind of stuff I can cast as her. That's where we could use some fire. We should tell the Is town this the guard Star to go. Wars th- this sounds like Star no, Wars. It's, it's I know, orc but it like music. well, no, it just like started up like. <laughs> did she happen to take sound burst? She did not. Ah. Believe me, we cannot afford Star Wars music for this show. Disney. Uh, Disney uh, hasn't sponsored us yet. Not yet. Not yet. Exactly. She's going to cast little spell I like to call command nice on one of the ringleaders so the one that's like out here in out behind the battering ram folks so not one of the ones around the side of the building he needs to make a will save Whew. damn 
Are your uh, are your DCs this beefy? Depends on what spell it is. He fails. Nice. Um, and she says, "You must leave this place and leave the beast alone." And he leaves. Fantastic. Five of them to go. Well, the no, um, only three because she is she's the one that's taken them all out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's uh, she's hold, held person or command. Uh, yes, three of six. Three of them. So at this point, it's Caleb's turn. Same thing. Dagger at one of the um, one of the townsfolk. Those of you in the room, so just Ikmer, you can notice shit's uh, shit's blinking back onto him. Ooh, wait, what? He's got he's got one of the uh, the eclipse belts that'll the blink back, back your stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. When you said shit is blinking back at him, I was on. Uh, I guess shit was. Yeah, not that used villager to. not killed, but runs away. Fantastic. And at this point, the group behind, what do I want to call them? The battering ram team uh, uses their numbers to bolster. Not all of them, but a few of them join that group in order to be able to actually effectively use the battering ram. So there's t- there, now there's 12 people on the battering ram again. The mob bosses, um, the one by the flaming sphere dips an arrow into the flaming sphere takes five foot step back and fires into the building natural 20 um, on a on a piece of wood and just for flavor's sake I'm gonna make it a 50-50 chance because he crit Mm. so 51 or higher and it lights on fire the spot right behind Matumbe that's a 76 it's burning Nice. The other two do the same. Actually, the other two use their full movement to wrap around the building to the door behind. And then that mob, they're going to try and light like the door frame. Which will catch you, Matumbe, barring a bad reflex save. Hits door frame. 50-50. 52. How many, how many guards are standing around me? Um, I mean, you can move into an ally's square, but uh, essentially the the square that Matumbe is in ignites. How many guards are around me? There's three guards in this room. All right, so they wouldn't all be next to me, but maybe I get one or two for a bonus to my reflex uh, saves. Yeah, I'm going to call that uh, bullshit. Allies are determined as your party. Uh, mm. There's a, there's fire behind you, so let's just say uh, you either need to move out into the mob or you're moving through fire anyway. I guess you can move diagonally back. Yeah. So Reflex save? Yep. Uh, 19 total. Yeah, you're fine. So you just, just place yourself out of the flaming squares. The battering ram crew is going to attack the door. They succeed. Let's see how much damage they do. Okay. Ikmer, the bar bracing the door from the inside shatters. Splinters fly past your face, but because you and 
Seymour are bracing, you think that you're maybe the only thing holding holding this door together at this point. Okay. The final group moves to the eastern side of the building and starts setting up ladders. Lyra, you're up. There are two flaming squares right in front of Lyra. She can create those eight gallons of water. Is still 50-50? You can, yep. Go ahead and do it again, though. All right. Blue with blue. 80 and 60. Damn, Lyra. Who knew she actually likes water? (laughs) This is my element. The craziest thing. Best firefighter of the team. (laughs) (laughs) Ickmer, you're up. Okay, Seymour. Now's our chance. Go after the ladder team, and I'll go. I'll make sure that this team, or this, uh, well, this this mob here, doesn't get through this door. And he is going to because the the door is shattered. He is going to the bar that was bracing the door shattered. You are still holding the door. The the door is still, it's just been almost like compressed. I basically gave that to you because you think that had you and Seymour not been bracing the door, it would be wide open right now. Okay, okay. Um, Then he wouldn't say that, but would say something along the lines of, When this door shatters, that's when we go and, and make sure that they... Well, we, we fight outside and make sure that they don't get in from there. And uh, continuing to, to brace the door. Okay. Eclipse. Eclipse will take a five-foot step closer to the other door. Also, it's- I need a beer. <laughs> and then can she do some non-lethal damage on them? They're not through the door yet. Oh. They need to bust open that door still. That door is still a locked door. Oh, neat. Okay, so I probably would only know if they're there because I saw them run around. Yeah, you just saw folks run around. You could definitely intuit that they're probably coming around for that second door. Okay, so I will stand there ready. Um, ready to hit uh, with leth- our non-lethal damage first one that I see. So you are and- ready in action if the door opens. Yeah, and then I'm going to move my fire onto that other captain guy. Alright, he needs a reflex save, correct? Yeah. Eight. He fails. Okay, how much damage are you taking? Oh, 5, 10, 15. 15. You can see that his hair is on fire, his clothing is on fire, you see the blisters start to form on his skin, and he just screams and runs, he kind of like drops for cover, and is stop, drop, and rolling. Seems that he's alive, but very badly injured. Nice. (laughs) I'm the bad one. (laughs) I'm killing the villagers. You're lucky you didn't kill him outright. Thank goodness he went to elementary school, learning to yeah, stop, he knows, he knows stop and dro- drop and roll. He's not going to stop, drop, and open up shop, though. <laughs> so with that, Matumbe's up. I mean, he takes a five-foot step back into the square that he was just in, and he's just got to keep fighting this mob. Um, so he's going to take another swing with the book. Good God. 
Number one in beating the shit out of people with books. <laughs> uh, nine on the die will be fine because a four was fine last time. Yep. So he's going to go ahead and roll some non-lethal damage. It's the exact same as last time, so he doesn't kill outright knock him out. Right, knock him out, but yeah, he definitely runs away. Another uh, what's, it, what's it look like? Where'd you maybe you hit him on like the side of the face? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the other side of the face from the uh, the last guy that got hit. So one guy got it on the right cheek, one guy got it on the left. Nice. Now when they go out to bars together, it's gonna be like, did you guys plan this? <laughs> All right, Seymour, listening to Ikmer, Ikmer continues to brace. Sajira, I mean, she has another use of command, but she has no visibility to any more of the leader type folks, and I feel like, um, Ikmer, should I use it on on the regular uh, peasants? So, out of character, I'm very conflicted between her helping in the room with Matumbe, Lyra, and Eclipse, but at the same and less towns guards, and then potentially sacrificing her, I guess, more crowd control abilities for the two of them, the two crowds up front. And so I would say, or excuse me, Ikmer would say, Sajira, you've done so well up here. Why don't you check on Matumbe, Eclipse, and Lyra in the other room? Make sure that they, they're holding it down over there. Did you want me to take care of the ladders? Or do you want me to go do that? We can hold them back from here. Go help them. I promise. We'll be just fine. Okay, so... Sajira is going to move. But as uh, she's only going to take a single move action, so she's upstairs still. Before she moves, she does look through, because there's... I know the map doesn't really show windows, but we're basically saying there's windows, so there's access to the outside and to the inside. Uh, she would look at the first one, like, propping up a ladder. Drop it! Fails that will save. Oh, Ladders sweet. drops, and awesome. she's upstairs. So nice. there are there are currently three ladders being set up on the eastern side. And, uh, you know, you guys are dealing with your own issues and your own entrances here. Caleb throws some more daggers. Actually only hits with one of them, unfortunately. Does enough damage to make uh, one. So now there's only 11 on the battering ram again. Hits one of the ones on the battering ram. Fantastic. That's, I mean, he's, he's putting in work. Okay, it is the mob's turn. This mob boss is going to attempt to break down this door. He's going to make a strength check. He does not succeed. So the door is still shut. The mob are going to strike out at Matumbe, try, attempt to bull rush him like they did with, um, with Eclipse. 
natural one. They fail to do so. Matumbe, just like stalwart in the doorway, is able to push back like four people pressing up against him. And do they have improved bull rush? They do not. You can take an AOO. Hell yes. 19 off the die. It's going to hit. Steve, you like read my mind. I was, ex- <laughs> yeah. was going to say the same words. I saw you moving in the chair and I was, it, yep. It's I knew we were in the like, exact same place. It's almost like the, it, like the first guy in the bull rush is almost like, shit, shit, shit. Like, <laughs> like getting pushed by the rest of the mob into he's, you. He's coming straight at yeah, the book yeah. and, and, and Shaquille O'Neal <laughs> locks o- eyes. The open book in front of his face. Oh, no. Is like, no. <laughs> Okay, so that's going to be uh, nine points of damage. Okay, he goes unconscious. <laughs> so, yeah, he's going to smash him with the book pushed, and he drops. He gets pushed in between and closes the book on this guy's head. Okay. <sighs> Jesus, and now the battering ram once more. Hits the door. Blows the door off its hinges and Ikmer and Seymour you're face to face with an angry mob the group with the ladders successfully props two ladders up and on their next turn they will be able to climb now it's Lyra's turn the mob that Lyra can see in front of Matumbe do they still have torches lit? yes All right, Lyra is going to create more water, and in the spell description, it does say you can create a downpour. So Lyra's going to make it rain on that crowd. Make it rain. Nice. Uh, Do I need to roll some sort of checks to put their torches out? Um... I make it rain. I make it rain. I make it rain on that mob. No, because I love this. Their torches (laughs) go out. Yay! Nice. And, and that's all that she'll Okay, do. so that's what she does. Unconscious body on the ground in front of the mob. There's only... Three unconscious bodies. Well, yeah, I think there's only... Oh, wait, no, some people ran away. I'm sorry. There's only a two, few of these guys left in this group because it was a group of 12. So with that, Ikmer, you're up. Okay. The group, uh-huh. this, this mob staring you down has broken through the front door. Okay. He is going to uh, non-lethal use his sword uh, with the butt of his sword. Oh, he's using that to, he's just Yeah, gonna, uh, um, and you have two attacks. So I do. If I do. you, I'll say, if you take down the first guy, you can turn to another guy if you want to. Fantastic. Uh, the first guy is going to be the red, red die. Perfect. That's an eighteen. Eighteen will hit. Fantastic. Uh, also. Critical. Uh, yes. Yep. Technically still. still. Yep. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> Keen somehow with the hilt. He sharpened it with the stone. Sharpen- yeah, he's, he's just <laughs> sharpens the entire sword with the whetstone. Does not understand yeah. how whetstone works. <laughs> I don't know why this like kind of hurts my hand when I use it. <laughs> is, is is the handle of his sword sharp? <laughs> <laughs> It's the sandal of my sword. Yeah, sharp. that's what. It is. Yeah, yeah. Next one's uh, fifteen. That also hits my friend. What's your min damage? Min damage is five or okay. six. Excuse me. All right. Well, let's see if you knock him out. Okay. Your one's a critical, so you have a chance of actually killing this guy. 
Yikes. Alright, uh, we will go orange die, uh, well, I guess we'll just do the, uh, critical first. Great, just how I normally roll. Uh, three and a six. So, so total. To, uh, total eleven. Unconscious. Fantastic. Next one here. Oh, god damn it. Max damage for 13. Unconscious, not dead. Fantastic again. Um, and when you knock this second guy out, the crowd starts to... They didn't realize who was behind the door. They see you almost effortlessly just bop these two and then just get in a battle position. They see Seymour just, like, bulging out of his clothes in a rage. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, they, see, they see Caleb, who's been just taking pot shots at them with the daggers all day, and they know he could just, like, slide one right between your ribs. This group disperses. Woo! It awesome. Is, it is action movie easy to knock these guys out for Ekmar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in the commotion, this group is shouting and shouting. The the ringleaders are almost all gone. You have dispersed enough of the crowd where the rest of the crowd begins to retreat, including yeah. the other ringleaders. Nice. You have successfully repelled this mob. And I need you to finish your drinks because we'll see you next week. Oh my Woo! god, man. I knew it.